Digital Audio Health by Cymatrax. Welcome to the Rhonda Grant Show with your host, Rhonda Grant. If you believe that there is more to life than what you see right now and you want to find out more, listen in as her guests share their journey and their extraordinary experiences. Now, here is your host, Rhonda Grant. Welcome to the Rhonda Grant Show. Sometimes the universe has a way of placing people or obstacles in your path to help guide and direct you on your mission. Listen in as we discover the path my guest has traveled. Have they been inspired by a calling, crafted their journey, or a bit of both? I invite you to embrace the conversation and to use it to help you to recognize if this is happening in your life. Our guest today is Donna Martin, the good life coach, speaker, and author. Donna serves individuals and business owners through one-to-one breakout sessions, masterclasses, and group programs to start living their life their way on their terms through the power of their awareness and mindset. She is also a devoted mammy to three beautiful young boys and currently lives in Ireland with her husband, Ligo. Donna has had many setbacks through her life, having come through multiple emotional impacts, which she candidly writes about in her book chapter, The Awakened Warrior Toolkit. She always had a sense that there's more to life, something more than what we are taught in school, and she spent the first 40 years of her life dabbling in mindset and manifestation before taking a deep dive into her which began in December 2020 after yet another impact. This was the final turning point, which propelled Donna deep into mindset and the power is really to change our life. Welcome to the Rhonda Grant Show, Donna. Thanks, Rhonda. It's lovely to be on and it's lovely to meet you. Oh, it's lovely to meet you as well. Let our audience know um, about you and uh, some of the journey that you've been on, and then we'll go into where you are today. Yes, thank you, Rhonda. Um, So, hi, folks. My name is Donna Martin, and I'm the Good Life Coach. And what I do is I serve individuals and business owners to start living their life their way on their own terms. And I do that through the power of mindset as a mindset coach, as a speaker, and as a number one best-selling author co-author to the Awakened Warrior Toolkit book and Rhonda it's been a kind of running theme in my life of spirituality um, emotional impacts a lot a lot of ups and downs throughout my life and that catapulted in an end emotional impact a third emotional impact when I had 40 mm-hmm. and that's what propelled me into mindset that's what propelled me to doing a deep dive into me who was I as this physical being who was I as this spiritual being who was I as this person with an intellect how was I showing up why were things in my life how was I processing because I was a mommy with three young boys with my husband we all had to leave our home after this big impact we were all sick my youngest boy was going to be hospitalized and to be honest do you know when you have a kind of deja vu Rhonda and your listeners might get that when you kind of 
Mm-hmm. You're back in this circle of not so much self-destruct, but of carnage. Mm-hmm. And now it's not necessarily of your making as such, but we had a lot of things unfold and happen, which ended up in us all being sick, having to leave our home the week of Christmas. And it was just a huge impact for us. And for mm-hmm. me, it was that thing of, oh, yet again, how am I here? Why are these things happening to me? And that is where I finally said, right, enough is enough and done the deep dive onto me. And it's why I do what I do. But they know where I am now and how I got here, why I am a mindset coach, why I speak about this stuff as a speaker, why I love to educate people, why I done my book chapter. Rhonda, it is because I didn't realize that we all have a choice at a certain extent in my life and it's only when you join the dots and look back on different things talking about like synchronicities joining the dots and seeing oh that had to happen for this to happen for Mm -hmm. that to correspond if I had been in this country then I would never have met x y and z so there's a way the universe god source spirit whatever you're connected or in tune to there's another intelligence that's not just man-made and it's the law of the universe of how we go and be and it's joining them dots looking back on my lifetime I had three big emotional impacts and they began and this is what I talk about in my chapter of the awakened warrior toolkit Rhonda it's my first of many awakenings and that part began when I was just four and a half when my mother walked out on Christmas Eve leaving Mm -hmm. me and my four siblings and my father and my memory of it was her telling us that she didn't love us anymore and that was it just walked out and that had a huge not only an emotional impact that physical impact Mm -hmm. just all every in every sense I never felt good enough I was always shy I wouldn't look people in the eye I was always very tearful, very weepy. I never felt confident unless it was fighting someone else's battle. Mm-hmm. Do you know if something happened in school or somebody was being left out, I would have always fought that corner. But when it came to myself, I would have just kind of stayed quiet and said nothing. I didn't have any mm-hmm. self-belief. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any self-worth. I definitely didn't have any self-love. I didn't even know what that was. Because if my mother walked out and left and told us that she didn't love us anymore and that's why she was leaving, then how could anybody else love me? And that transferred into relationships, that transferred into job roles, into overcompensating, into always giving more of myself to other people to try and fill that void. Does that make sense? Oh, yes. And so that had a huge impact, especially in my teenage years, especially into my 20s. I went through different phases of spirituality, of going to mass, of seeking answers, of asking questions. And I was always spiritually attuned. I always knew that even though things were happening to me or for me, that I, there was something bigger. I was always questioning. I was always looking around me going 
hold on a minute, this doesn't make sense. How can we be not well off? How can my mother have left? How can we not have great stuff for seemingly great family? Why are other people so lucky? Does mm-hmm. it, do you get that? You know, why are oh, some people so lucky? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that. Um, and when we are in despair, or when things don't make sense to us, we start mm. asking these questions. And it's really good to ask these questions, because it's only in the questioning, can we open up to receiving the answer? That's actually so true, Rhonda, and I never, I never thought about it like that, but I have been unknowingly doing that from a very, very young age, always asking, always questioning, always looking around at people that were up at the chapel and cleaning the chapel and meant to be the best practicing Christians, but they would be gossiping down the street. Uh-huh. They would be talking behind. And now, my daddy, the only thing he ever said to us, because religion wasn't a big thing, because they were in a mixed marriage. But my daddy, the only one thing he ever drilled into us was treat other people how you want to be treated and you will never go wrong. Mm-hmm. And that has always played a huge, huge role in my life. It plays a huge role in my kid's life. And anyone that I speak to, because it's your moral compass, Rhonda, it's that knowing, it's your gut intuition, it's your value, your worth, it's knowing if this doesn't feel right, if I wouldn't like it done on me, pay attention. And that started transforming. So as I was growing up, I went through different scenarios. I went down to drinking and to drugging and the all night partying and the wrong relationships, down <laughs> different paths. I shut off my intuition I shut off asking questions I just said okay if this is meant to be the life that it is and everyone's doing this well then I'm just going to do it too and that led to a pattern of self-destruct and then it led to me kind of saying right okay hold on I know and I, I knew within that it just wasn't right and it was that time that I remember just saying right Donna have a word for yourself and I remember I started doing home help and I met this amazing lady Kay and she lived with a woman, Margaret, and I started doing home help for her. And she's seen something in me, Rhonda, that I never dreamed of or seen at all in myself. And every time I came, she used to always say to me, God, Donna, you would make a great nurse. You would be an amazing nurse. You have a great nature. You're very nurturing. I never had anyone speak to me like that, Rhonda. I never mm-hmm. not, but My daddy was always loving you know, we always give him a kiss and hug, told him he, he, he told us he loved us. But ne- I never had anybody say you would make a great such and such. You have mm-hmm. these qualities. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a present day messenger. Did you yeah, listen to her? Hundreds. I did, Rhonda. And, you know, I did. I went and done my programs at on a foundations course and stuff. And I did. I went on to be a nurse. But prior, just before I got my interview for my nurse, Kay actually died. And three weeks later, I went for the interview. And when I stepped in for the interview, I could feel this cloak, this person, this presence on the left hand side of my body. 
Yeah. Like as if, do you know when you stand in the mm-hmm. supermarket and someone's standing too close to you and you, you can feel nearly it? feel them breathing on you? Yes. <laughs> well, I felt the presence and I knew exactly that it was her. And yeah. she stayed with me right the way through that. And I began my nursing in the September that year and she stayed with me right the way through that process. So I had the confirmation, I had the actual physical feeling of a knowing that I had within for many years. I was big into angels, big into numbers, big into asking for guidance, big into paying attention, although I turned it off. And we all have this, Mm -hmm. but it's just about asking the question. So when that happened, I got back to tuning in to me, being more aware of me. And then my granny died two months later and I would have been really close to my granny Mm -hmm. and this sent me in another path of fear of self-doubt of worry of anxiety these are my biggest cheerleaders they've both died now who's going to support me why has this happened I'm not smart enough who do I think I am imposter syndrome doubt worry all of that Rhonda filled my world and then I had ended up buying a, a flat I started working then a couple of years later, I bought a flat in the wrong place and ended up in a whole other path, a whole other spiral again, which Mm. really catapulted me, I would say, into a huge awakening. This was two years of me asking questions, feeling like I was spiritually connected and then all this outer stuff in this world started happening. I was working as a nurse. I thought, great, I have plenty of money. I'm earning more than I've ever earned. I achieved things I didn't believe. Mm -hmm. I'll buy my own home. And I done all that. And I thought, right, this is, this is the way forward. Life is good. It's only going to get better. And no, (laughs) it actually got worse. I started getting harassment regular for over two years. This went on of antisocial behavior, vandalism to my property, threats every day. People at my front door couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat. I was going to do work and I had cancer leukemia patients dying on me all the time. And not just me, they were just dying in the ward in the mm-hmm. process. But it's so tough. I- it's it's <laughs> tough to go through that, though. I had all this stuff where I had kind of nearly thought I was done and dusted around. I was doing this with the mm-hmm. hands going, okay, I'm a nurse. I didn't think I could do this. And now I am. And now it's the next level. And everything was like it went backward. But I kind of laugh about it now because I'm like, it was always meant to be a part of my journey because it was strengthening me. It was making me stronger for something bigger. It in doesn't my life. feel that it doesn't feel that way at the time, though, does it? Oh, absolutely. No, absolutely not, Rhonda. And no, because for me, that ended up in a death threat. It ended up in me walking away from the property and still paying a mortgage for months. It ended up in me wanting to take my own life mm-hmm. because I had suffered this ongoing, persistent trauma, emotional impact, physical stuff for nearly two years and then going bankrupt on top of it walking away from something that I had always paid money I was never in debt I never had debts I never had credit cards I was taught to earn your money and do Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden I was I couldn't 
I couldn't cope, Rhonda, with how I'd get into this scenario. Why me? Mm-hmm. I went down that spiral. And as you say there, no, definitely at the time, absolutely not. But I had a huge awakening in Australia. And that's what I share in the chapter of my awakened war or my first of many awakenings is this part of my life, Rhonda, because when I wanted to take my own life, I thought that the thoughts that you think that because obviously if I'm feeling this is horrible, then automatically I'm attaching a feeling. But I didn't know that we have an intellect where we control what thoughts we choose that we get to control if we flip that thought and keep it as a negative or turn it to a positive I didn't know that you didn't have to associate a feeling with it or attach it and when I look back and join the dots I was actually listening to pretty emotional music I was in a spiral of self-destruct I was in a serious solid spiral of why is this happening I can't take it anymore this is and it was only when I came to the end of that and woke up I had a huge awakening in Australia at that Mm -hmm. time did you want to talk about um that briefly about how you woke how you woke up because I mean there are listeners here there might be somebody here that may be experiencing some or all of what you've went through and if yes. they know that you can come from where a person is right now to a better place they probably mm. like to know how they can attain that yeah, for sure, Rhonda. Thank you. Um, so for anybody that has listened, what I would say is, and I say it to everybody, we're exactly where we're, this is my belief, is that we're exactly where we're meant to be at this moment in time, right now at this moment. Mm-hmm. And it's about asking that question, what does this show me? And we're not always ready to look. We're not always ready. Sometimes you just need to lie on the couch have someone feed you that was me I lay on my sister's couch for weeks she fed me literally she literally brought me back because I just couldn't manage but have someone speak out ask for help know that there are better days coming because for me I was doing all this but it's only in the clarity of looking back where I can see how because I now know about our mind. I now know about how we operate. I know about our cellular energy. I understand about our conscious mind or subconscious. So for anybody that's on that, please keep listening. Read the book chapter. Follow me whenever Rhonda shares the things and have a look. Just start out. Give yourself some love first. Give yourself a huge hug. Tell yourself that you are enough and that you're doing your best right now. And just ask for guidance on clarity on what it is that you need to do next. Because for me, Rhonda, it was just getting by every day. And then my cousin had gone to Australia and invited me to go because I was off and the sick. I couldn't manage. And I I had to take a break. I couldn't physically do anything else. So I just said, okay, I have nothing to lose. And I went. And literally when I got off the plane, I landed in Sydney and it was like I could breathe for the first time. The air, Now you don't have to go to Sydney, but for me, it was just a different energy from the energy I was in, the place I was living, everything that I had been attached to where I was. So it was a change of scenery. 
But while I was there, I was asking for answers. And I just kept repeating what I need to do. Show me the way, what I need to do. And I was very specific about it, Rhonda. I was unapologetic because I had literally had enough. I was like, right, okay. You didn't want me to end it all because I'm here now. I stepped up. I asked my sister for help. She helped me. So how do I need to go forward now? Because then I was kind of getting a bit frustrated. I was like, right, I can't stay in this flat mode all the time either. And I don't want to be in that place where I'm feeling horrible and a hole all the time because it's it's not nice. So mm-hmm. I asked and I remember lying in a park on Bondi Road, Waverly Park. And I remember there was plenty of people there, Rhonda. And I just lay down in the grass and I'd spoken to my daddy on the phone because I wanted to know whether or not I was making the decision on whether or not to go bankrupt because everybody had advised me that this was the way to go. And I was adamant that it wasn't. I couldn't face it. It was too traumatic. And I remember just saying, right, do you know what? I'm just letting go. I couldn't do any more. And I just was right. If if this is the way I'm supposed to be, show me a clear sign. Give me a clear sign. Crystal clear that I know. And in that moment, Rhonda, literally, I get this overwhelming smell and sense of roses. And everybody in the park had left. I was lying there with my eyes closed and mm-hmm. I get this overwhelming sense. And I just lay there in the smell of roses But the smell of roses took me back to a memory a few years earlier when I was in Medjugorje Mm -hmm. with a friend. And we were with a big group of people that traveled to Medjugorje every year. And one of the people had died from the group that we were with. They they went under a diabetic coma and we found him behind their door in the bedroom. Oh, shoot. So I had treated him and he went to hospital but the next day we all knew he was in hospital but that day I was walking down the main street towards the church towards the hill that you pray on mm-hmm. and I got an overwhelming sense a quarter to three that his soul had left his body that he had passed away and mm-hmm. I got an overwhelming sense of roses mm-hmm. and literally 10 minutes later we get a phone call to say that the man certainly had passed away at the time that I was stopped in my tracks got the smell of roses and looked at the clock on the church oh my goodness and this exact smell Rhonda I had forgot all about that and this exact mm-hmm. smell came back to me in Bondi and Waverley in a park random not randomly so there, it, for me, it was just, oh, my God, OK, you have given me a crystal clear sign. So just ask, pay attention, <laughs> be specific. This is my experience. But that catapulted me into a firm, even more of a stronger knowingness that there is something bigger than us in this life and that we are here. Certainly here for something bigger. We're here for a purpose, for a reason. Right. Uh, what a gift you've given our listeners. Um, Thank you. And, you know, this asking and what I do is uh, I'm, a, I'm a journaler and I write quotes mm. and and I write down my question. And that writing down of the question, it's amazing how quickly that answer will come to you. It might not come right then, but it could come later on that day or the next day or the next week, depending on how difficult that question is for the universe to respond to you. But I think that uh, it's even in your state of being, Hmm. you are able to recognize 
that you had smelt roses and it was at the time that this person died mm. and then when you smelt roses again did you feel that it was sort of an indication that the old you was dying and a new you was emerging I don't know, Rhonda, if it was, I never actually thought about it like that. For me, okay. it was just, do you know when you know something and you just know it with all your heart? Yes. It, it's it's like it's a certainty. It's like it's, it's you ha the answer's already happened. You've, you've already known it. It's already been proven for you that, that that is the truth or that is the right thing. Does that make sense? Oh yes, it it does um, because it's it's bigger than you. It's it's uh, comes from the true essence of who you are, which is connected to universal en energy. Yeah, and I think for people that are maybe listening to this, Rhonda, and aren't kind of used to being in them levels, because we were talking about this beforehand about the levels of awareness. I always use the awareness ladder because we are all at different stages at different levels mm -hmm. and as you, you learn wanna, and grow yeah sorry you can yeah and I mean you can um let our listeners know about a couple of those uh stages so that they may be able to gauge where they are right now yeah so for me the awareness ladder is a powerful one because it's so simple but it's just when you start with that I am exactly where I'm meant to be at this moment in time. There are no mistakes. There is a bigger plan for me. Mm -hmm. It's about knowing and trusting. It's about being aware and asking questions. It's about looking for the answers or the learnings in different circumstances. And depending on where you are at your level of awareness, whether you've done any self-development, whether you've read any books, whether you've had any of your own awakenings, whether you've had any experiences, deja vu, what you want to call coincidences. It's just about being more aware, being more open-minded. So if you imagine this never-ending ladder, mm -hmm. you are exactly where you're meant to be on that ladder at this moment in time. And so if you're listening to this podcast, what it's going to do is just elevate your awareness to another level and another level and another level. And it's up to you. You have an intellect where you get a choice to choose whether you do you follow through with the thought or you reject it. And so you'll get a choice then and you will feel while you're listening to this podcast as well. Probably things might come up for you like this is a load of nonsense. Now, good luck. I'm going to turn this off. Or, oh, okay, that's interesting. Ah, I know someone that that happened to. That actually happened to me. I never thought about that experience in my life before. I haven't really joined the dots. It'll get you questioning. It'll get you asking, going within yourself. So that's what this is about, Rhonda. For me as a mindset coach, it's about raising people's level of awareness. It's about planting those seeds. Because the more self-aware you can become the better you can create for your life for why you're here your passion your purpose the more peace contentment and fulfillment you will feel because if you don't know you how can you expect others to know you ah there you go donna <clears throat> <laughs> very nice very yeah. nice 
Um, and it's so simple. Uh, you make it sound so simple, but it, it's hard for people uh, to come to that awareness. And, um, and depending on where people are um, in their journey of, of enlightenment mm -hmm. uh, will depend on what step that they think is right for them. Uh, to move forward. You're listening to the Rhonda Grant show right now, whose podcast has been treated with digital audio health by my sponsor, Cymatrax. And today we have the pleasure of, um, of listening to Donna, uh, who's from Ireland and, um, and let people know how they can connect with you. You've got a couple of different things there that they can connect you, connect yeah. with you. So we've been taught. Thank you, Rhonda. We've been talking about self-awareness, and that's exactly why I created my private Facebook group, The Good Life 22. And it's a private group where I go live. I do different challenges. The recordings and stuff are in there. I share different quotes, videos, messages about different levels of awareness and then I also share about services or things coming up you can do free pdf mindset tools and stuff but it's a space where you can go in and explore it at your own leisure you can ask questions you can jump on a free call with me you can do your own pace write down questions get ideas follow along so it's a place where you go and see where you're at yourself and if you don't know, just go in for a nosy and start asking the question, whatever it is that you're looking for, whatever it is that you would like to improve, start asking the question, what do I need to know? What do I need to do next? What do I need to pay attention to? Even ask for signs if you don't believe it. Because Rhonda, the key thing that you were saying there is these methods are really simple, but they're not always easy. They're not and easy. No, and Rhonda, that's simply because of our upbringing, our awareness, where we're currently at with our program, because we operate on an actual program. We have a cybernetic mechanism, and I'm not going to go into it but uh, for this call, but it's important to know that we operate on habitual behaviors, that we have this habit loop, we run these stories, we run these feelings, we run these interactions, we run a lot of these things like driving. Once they're stored in our subconscious, we've learned them so we don't really pay attention. We just do them automatically. Mm -hmm. It's the same if you dismiss things, if you shut things down, they could take you to a better place. If you habitual do habitually do a job that you absolutely hate because you were taught in school that this is a great job or your family told you this is a great job and you never leave I was a nurse in the NHS you don't leave a job in the NHS you're lucky to get a permanent position and you stay in that do you know these are the kind of things that I grew up with so think of your own beliefs that are holding you back and limiting beliefs are just that they're a belief that you think that you're telling yourself as part of your story Mm -hmm. And you don't like it. If you could take it away in an instant, you would. But it's ruling part of your life because it's just a habit. It's a learned behavior. And that's all it is, Rhonda. Mm -hmm. But it's not easy because it's ingrained. And we have it on a repeated loop. And unless you're willing to become more self-aware, unless you're willing to ask different questions, then you will stay in that repeated loop maybe all of your lifetime. 
But if you start raising your awareness, if you start getting inquisitive, if you start asking questions like what do I need to do next? What am I supposed to be doing? Is this my purpose? Is this what I feel? Go into your feeling, go into your gut. How does this make me feel? Am I doing what my soul calls me to do? Do I love doing this? Am I happy and content? Do I love me? Go into those questions because it all comes back to you. Because when you're okay, Rhonda, and you learn about you, know you, love you, understand your power, your potential, your self-worth, your value Mm -hmm. on this planet, you will have a phenomenal impact and ripple effect out to everybody else around you. And that's Mm -hmm. true. That's a phenomenal one. Well, we have a big and vast journey and we think we have so much time, but really we're blips in the universe when it comes to the universal time, right? Yeah, yeah. And when we have a lot of time, uh, we use up that time instead of having time work for us. So I'm really glad that you have talked about that, Donna, because it's so important. And I wondered also if you can speak to how important it is um the habits that we do every day that will help us with our success Mm -hmm. it's Rhonda for me every day begins with me as in I do a meditation a visualization I do it I am affirmations I have a winner's image I have things audio recorded I do what you call audio suggestion these are key success habits um formed from thinking under results but they come from napoleon hill's book think and grow rich and that has sold millions and millions of copies worldwide it's key principles and success habits of successfully living people in the four pillars in your relationships your health your wealth and your work or business if you're wondering how successful people are successfully living in a peace and contentment life financially free and enjoying all aspects and when things come in their way they're able to glide around them with ease and flow as opposed to cracking up burning out melting down breaking down it all comes from this Rhonda it comes from being disciplined in yourself studying yourself I've been doing a deep dive into me who I am my habits how I show up my thought process for over two years and Mm -hmm. that's been a phenomenal phenomenal life-changing journey Rhonda and part of that is if you haven't heard of I am affirmations the two words I am whatever follows those words follows you and the easiest way I tell people to try this out because we all like to try before we buy as they say Rhonda or try Mm -hmm and prove themselves if something's right or wrong before they pay attention. So I always say to people, watch your inner self talk. And I have a free PDF um, on this that you can download. Watch your inner self talk. Is it negative most of the time or is it positive because it affects your vibration, your energy? That's you attract like for like as a magnet. So if you're always saying, oh, my God, I'm sick, I'm tired, I'm broke, I'm fed up, I'm frustrated, uh, I hate my job, oh, I, I'm, I'm never going to be married, I'm never going to have a partner, I'm never going to find whatever it is. 
if that's your story loop and that is what's following I am for you, then join the dots and look around in your life because that is probably what is in your vicinity right now. Mm -hmm. And it lowers your energy. And when you have, when you're at a low energy, it's hard um, to raise that energy. Yeah. And it's in the high energy is where you can be effective, successful. Um, and, mm-hmm. and sometimes people think it's it's difficult to be successful. You have to work. You have to work hard. It's way yeah. more difficult not to be successful. But Whatever. You. Yeah. <laughs> you don't understand that until you, you apply the principles of successful living. And then you're going, oh, my God, because mm-hmm. the quicker you can change it, the easier it becomes. And then you're like, oh, my God, how much of a dread was that? How much was I drained? So it is okay about the energy, Rhonda. <laughs> yes. And I mean, um, you know, and, and I, I equate it to when you go to a wedding, you can't yeah. help but be happy for yeah. the for the people. And the energy at that wedding is elevated. And if you yeah. can just think of those times in your life where you've attended or been in the company of people who have a high energy and what that feels like and how that raised your energy, that's mm. where you want to be. You don't yeah. want to be, uh, when you're low, it's hard to see clearly. When you're yeah. low, it's hard to um, get yourself out of there unless you do some of the practices that Donna's talking about, which is listening to um, inspirational audio tapes or things like that. Do you feel that you've been called to your journey, Donna? 100,000% Rhonda. 100,000. I love it. I love that. Without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. I've always known, no matter what the impact has been, no matter what I've been through, I have always had that knowing. I know and I know that I know, but I didn't know what it would look like or how it would show up I definitely didn't think that I would leave nursing I thought nursing was my calling and serving until mindset and now helping people with their emotional side with tuning going back to love of themselves to create a better life but yeah I've always had that knowing that everything that I've been through and although it wasn't easy when I would come out the other side I would know okay that's prepared me for something bigger it's strengthened me for something bigger I've moved up my awareness ladder I am every time and that's still now Rhonda mm-hmm. as stuff show up now in my life every single time I'm like okay so what is this teaching me today and it's through practice over two years of practice where I can jump on it now and go okay right so shake that off I'll do a bit of tapping I'll go into my empower and I am affirmations I am worthy. I am good enough. I am amazing. I am a phenomenal mindset coach. I am mm-hmm. sharing my wisdom. I am amazing at speaking and communicating. I am love. I am light. Whatever fills you up, whatever feels good, even jumping on the spot, doing star jumps, tapping all over your body, that shifts your energy cells. You'll feel if you're tactile, if you enjoy feeling, you will feel that energy move and swirl and you'll understand you'll take it from that stagnant state or high vibe, high energy music as well. Rhonda is another one. I have different playlists, different mood shifters 
for going on that I started this beginning of client calls at different challenges or just for myself in the morning. And it is flooding your mind with these elevating stuff and you can't help but lift your vibration. And when you do that, Rhonda, you automatically magnetize to better things because we are walking, talking magnets. And that is another key thing to take away. If you think of nothing else or remember nothing else, remember that we're a walk and talk and magnet because we are made of energy. There's energy in every cell of our body. And when they talk about the law of manifestation, manifestation is to make real, but the law of vibration out of the universal laws, which aren't man-made, they've been here for hundreds of years. The law of vibration comes before manifestation. So ask yourself, whatever it is you're wanting, ask yourself, what's my vibe? What's my feeling? Do I feel in lack of limitation? Do I feel like this is never going to happen to me? Do I feel per me? Why is this? Change it to, okay, what do I need to feel if this is what I want to attract? Okay, so I need to run on the spot. I need to put on high energy music. I need to shift from, I'm not able to do this. I'm not good enough to, I am doing this. I am amazing. I can. I am. I will. I do. And that is where you shift all that to attract. Try it and see, mm-hmm. even if you're skeptical and notice, allow you be open to receiving. Allow that goodness to flow to you and then start paying attention to the other signs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, when you get to that level, the universe um, will send, will reciprocate, reciprocate. Yeah. And it's kind of like a boomerang. You're sending it out, it's coming back. You're the sending it out, it's coming effect. back. Yeah. <laughs> and so if you're down and your energy's low, there's nothing coming back. Not today. Not unless you can do these techniques that Donna's talking about, which is what we love to do as soon as we get into that vibe, right? We love mm. to dance and sing. And but you know, my nine-year-old practices that because that is the boomerang effect is the, the universal law of cause and effect. We are the cause and our effect and our life is the results that we're currently getting. So I say to him, whatever energy, whatever you're putting out there, whatever you're fretting about, worrying about, annoyed about in school, you need to calm down. You need to slow your roll. You need to take back control of yourself. And shift your energy if you want a different result from the one that you're not happy with. And he practices that round as an annual oh, and fantastic. teaches his friends. Yes, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> Teach them young. That's right. What extra- yeah. <laughs> yeah. What extraordinary discovery have you found in your life, Donna? Oh, my God. The biggest one that I found, and this was when I was at my lowest, when I had that moment then, that awakening, was that we have a choice. We, what I mean by that is we have an intellect. We have a physical body. We're in a bag of bones and we have an intellect where we get to choose our thoughts, our conscious thought. Our subconscious thought is ingrained in our programming, but we get whatever thought comes into our head. We get to either accept it and say, that's a supportive thought for me. That's a good energy thought for me. That's a a thought that's going to take me where I want to go. 
or we have a limiting thought and that thought can be anything from I'm not good enough. I just won't call in the day. I won't bother going for that job. I won't bother asking them out because why would they? So you can actually, I used to get out a baseball bat or my daddy was a builder for years. So I would have got a steel, imagined a steel toe work boot mm-hmm. and booted it out of there or had it with a baseball bat. Now I just swipe left because it's been a practice that I form. If someone says something to me, Rhonda, and I it doesn't resonate with me and I'm like, hold on, I don't agree with that. I just swipe it left. So instead of doing that formula where you think it and then you attach a feeling so I if someone says to me you can't do that and then I attach a feeling of oh maybe they're right actually I can't do that no I'll just forget about it Mm -hmm. then I'm in a lower vibration and I'm not Mm -hmm. going on an idea that I had I'm letting someone else control me but here's the thing Rhonda if I says to you who's the boss of you what would you say yeah, I live my life the way I want to live it and do the things that I want to do with the people that I want to do it with. Yeah. And it takes a long time to get there. Uh, it doesn't happen. It's a process. Overnight. It yeah. is a process. And, and one of the biggest mistakes I made in my life is that I asked other people what mm-hmm. they thought if I was going to do something. <clears throat> well, other people don't have your best interest in her- at heart. And other people are giving you their advice based on their framework and um, and their teachings and what they've grown up with. So it's best to, if you have intuition that comes into your body, if you have gut feelings, it's best to pay attention to that than to, um, as you said, Donna, you know, somebody said you shouldn't do that or you mustn't do that or I don't think that would be a good idea. It's best just to swipe it left, right? Or get your baseball bat, whatever works for you, whatever analogy works for you, take on board that because so many of us, you wouldn't go to a plumber to fix your plumbing, to fix your shower, to fix your pipes. You wouldn't ask an electrician to come and fix your pipes. Do you know what I mean? Or you wouldn't ask a car mechanic to come and fix the plumbing in your house. And we're all at different levels of awareness. So you assuming that somebody else is going to have a better answer for you or know what you truly feel within is just crazy because it can even if you told someone an idea, you can never know and have a feeling or express that so well. They can't know your deepest, truest desires from within unless you share them and even when you do they might have a different perception of what you've just shared does that make sense it's never going to be true to you you are your true path you are your source of everything everything is within you so it's about stopping looking for the shiny object or the silver bullet or the quick fix I was 40 when I began my deep dive after a third emotional impact after going through more things after thinking I was spiritually attuned, after thinking I was aware, we all have our own journey. You might just had it once and be like, oh, my God, this is it. You might go to a certain level and think, yeah, that's what I needed. We don't all need to become mindset coaches and we don't all need to leave our careers or whatever. It's about knowing what you want. What does successfully living mean for you? 
And that's what sets you free. That's where your power lies within you, asking yourself the question and trusting the answer when it comes, paying attention. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's good to get to be advised by people Uh, uh, who are in a certain industry where you're entering a certain industry that you haven't been in before and you look for advisement. That's totally different than asking somebody whether you should or shouldn't do something. Completely different, Rhonda, yeah. Yeah, it's completely different. But Donna, this has been an incredible amount of teaching uh, to our audience. Thank you, Rhonda. And I appreciate it so much. I appreciate your time. It's been so insightful um, to hear about your journey and your courage and your bravery to raise above all those things that you've been through. And I'm really hoping that uh, our audience is inspired to take action and dis- and start um, using some of the tools that you have demonstrated in this podcast because, you know, they're just going to be amazed how easy this really is. And journaling has got to be one of the most fantastic things uh, to help people become more aware of who they are. Mm and the depths of who they are. And lots of people who journal sometimes end up channeling information that comes to them from the universe. So thank you very much, Donna, for being on the show. It's been awesome. It's really nice to get to know. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. It's been so awesome um, that you have shared this type of uh, depth Uh, on the podcast because I feel that it's going to help a lot of people it definitely is Rhonda and I forgot to mention there um, for anybody that doesn't be on Facebook or social media stuff much I am also on LinkedIn and I do a weekly audio room there every week sharing about mindset as well so if I know that there's people cross-country some prefer the LinkedIn preference a lot of the professionals and business people do as well. So, um, yeah, you can find me on there as the Good Life 22 Donna Martin as well. So and you can come join our live mindset conversations and share your own insights every week or if you have any questions on that, too. So, yeah, but you're exactly where you're meant to be at this moment in time. So every day is day one. Start today and do something for you. And just oh, wonderful. It's the same. Yeah. Thank you, Rhonda. That's wonderful. So we will put those links in with the show notes so that you may be in contact with Donna. Theme song for the Rhonda Grant show is Sun on the Water, composed and performed by my friend John Park Wheeler. This is Rhonda Grant with the Rhonda Grant show, author of Magical Forces Within, Extraordinary Discoveries in an Ordinary Life, inviting you to look for the magical forces within yourself today and every day. Thanks for tuning in to the Rhonda Grant Show with your host, Rhonda Grant. If you would like to find out more information about Rhonda and her upcoming guests and the work that she does, go to her website, rhondagrantauthor.com. That's rhondagrantauthor.com. Digital Audio Health by Cymatrax.